guys uh, moving on, going into your calling. Um, one thing it does do, though, is it leaves the award for the best beard in the church open, up for grabs. <laughs> I'm starting early. I've got a long way to go, but... Uh, <laughs> but no, so... Today we're going to be uh, going through the second of our Christmas talks. Uh, Raj started us off last week on the theme of preparing for Jesus. We talked about Herod. Um, we're going to be looking at another character from the Christmas story today. We're going to be looking at Mary. We're going to be looking at how Mary prepared for Jesus. Okay. We're going to be using um, accounts from Luke's Gospel. All right. Um, as normal, being a Christian church service, we've got three points. Got to have three points, don't you? <laughs> so, point one will be living faithfully. Point two will be hearing the call. And point three will be expectantly unexpected. That's cool. So hopefully this morning we'll get some idea of, uh, of those points. All right, so we're going to turn with me to, uh, to Luke chapter 1, uh, verses 26 to 38, if you've got your Bibles. If not, it's going to magically appear. Oh, I already has magically appeared. Okay. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God's. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David's, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I'm a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of the Lord will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you've said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Cool, let's pray. Yeah, Lord, I pray this morning as we look into your, into your word, Lord, that you'll really speak to us, Lord. I pray this morning you'll bring your word alive for us, Lord, and, and we'll just, it'll just be so real in our lives, Lord. I pray we'll go away from here uh, this morning just change to people, Lord. Change people just with a greater idea of you, Lord, in your heart. Amen. Okay, so a bit of background surrounding this then. Mary wasn't actually the only person to receive a visit from an angel. Uh, earlier on uh, in the Bible, a couple of uh, verses before, Mary's cousin Elizabeth is also uh, told that she's going to have a baby. It's a really good story. You should, uh, you should read it. I'm not going to read it now, but you should read it. Um, an angel appears to, uh, to Zachariah, her husband, and uh, tells him they're going to have a baby. It's uh, really exciting because they're really old. They're too old to actually have a baby. So this is a miracle in itself. Um, Zachariah's um, reaction, though, to this call is quite, is quite strange. He, he actually doesn't believe God. And he's like, God, you've got to prove it to me. Um, I'm sure we've all been there, haven't we? I know I definitely have. <laughs> so that's a bit of background for you. But point one, we're going to start with living faithfully. There we go. It's gone in green. Um, so when we talk about preparing for Jesus in our lives, we're not actually saying preparing for Jesus to come down on, on clouds of fire, although that's exciting, you know, that's something to look forward to. We're actually saying we're preparing for Jesus to come into our lives and to shape us as people and to shape our communities, giving us a calling and, and, and entering into our church. But for my first point is about Mary preparing for Jesus and how she lived faithfully. 
See, if you look at Mary, she was actually a seemingly unimportant person. She was uh, about 14 years old, and uh, she was engaged to be married, something which was culturally like, really normal. It's not, if you say now, like, 14-year-old engaged, everyone's like, whoa, but actually, back then it was completely normal. Um, she was a normal girl. She was from a little village. She uh, was a standard woman, nothing too exciting about her. At the start of the story, you'd be thinking, well, what's so special about this girl? Until she gets visited by an angel, that is. She was pretty uninteresting. But one of the things we know about Mary, though, is that she lived faithfully. We know that because Mary's response from the visit of the angel was, I am the Lord's servant. That was her reaction. She was willing to faithfully serve God. She was faithful to God and just went about her life serving him. She was a good Jewish girl. I'm sure she knew the scriptures inside out. Um, she followed God's commandments. And uh, she was a virgin girl as well, waiting until she was married. So she was definitely a faithful girl. Um, just a normal girl, living faithfully. There's so much we can learn from that. Do you know what? Sometimes uh, regular duty provides a context for extraordinary visions. Sometimes just living your life, just by living your life normally, God can come and speak to you and give you amazing callings. We should never forget that. Do you know what? Don't spend your time waiting for God to call you. Don't spend your time waiting and trying to put yourself in the right situations so that God can call you to do something even better. Just live your life faithfully where God's put you. Serve God faithfully right where you are, and, uh, and God will he'll do the rest. He will. Um, could I grab some water? From Go on, race. I've got, like, dry mouth going on. <laughs> See, as Christians, it's important to live faithfully. It's important that we serve God right where we are. See, you might have no idea what your calling is. You might have no idea what God's got planned for you. But as long as you live faithfully and serve God in your current situation, you can't do any more than that. I can't ask you to do any more than that. <laughs> do you know what I remember? I'll just get this water. I'm down for this. Okay, that's good. So I remember a couple of years ago, um, Jeremy Simpkins coming to speak at, at this church. Uh, Jeremy Simpkins is a leader of Christ Central. Uh, used to lead this church as well. Um, Jeremy Simpkins came and he told a story about someone living faithfully for God. Uh, hopefully a few years will remember this. But it's a story about uh, a lady going to work in a school. And uh, within this school, they were having problems with some of the teachers. All right? They were having problems because uh, there was a problem with milk. All right? Now anyone who works in an office where you share milk, you'll know this. Where people use the last of the milk and you get frustrated. It happens at my work all the time. It's normally me using the milk and people get mad. But um, within this school, what happened was uh, the teachers had all fallen out over the milk situation. And it had got so bad, it got to a point where everyone had started writing the names on bottles of milk. Like, like I don't know, Judy's milk, uh, Stacey's milk. And it had got to a point where it was just really tense within the, within the uh, school, within the staff room. And uh, this Christian girl came in as a new member of staff. And she thought, well, what can I do to change this situation? And what she did is she went out and she bought like a six pound of milk and just wrote a little note saying, everyone, you're free to use this milk. And you know what, by that small act of faith, by the small act of her doing that, the ice was broken with the members of staff. People started to get on a little bit better. Now you might be sat there thinking, well, all she did was buy milk. But that's my point. All she did was buy milk. All she did was she did what she could in that situation. She lived faithfully in that situation and she did what she could. Serving God in the little things, that's what's important. See, no matter what situation you're in, no matter where you feel you are right now, it's important to remember to be faithful to God. I want to keep saying that. Be faithful to God. Be faithful to God. When things seem to be going wrong in your life, be faithful to God. Stay faithful. That's what Mary did. She stayed faithful. Even in this precise moment in time, even if you don't know what the future holds for you, remain faithful.
yeah, remain faithful and serve God where you are. Do you know what? I'm sure at the start of the story, Mary didn't have any idea what God had planned for her. She was just a normal girl. But she lived faithfully. She lived faithfully, and that's all you can do. There's so much we can learn from Mary. Let Mary be an example to you this morning. Live faithfully in your lives. Serve God in the small things, and God will put the big things in your path. Serve God in the small things, and he'll put the big things in your path. So that's point one. Point one's about living faithfully. Point two is about hearing the call. So, Mary, and uh, even earlier Zacharias, okay, they had no choice really but hear from God, since he sent an angel right to him. But their reactions were very different. Very different reactions. You see, Mary listened to the call of God. She probably didn't understand the call of God. She was probably a little bit confused, but she accepted it. The first thing she did was she accepted it, as if to say, okay, Lord, my life's yours. Let have, it, have it your way. I mean, come on, how good is that as a reaction? Like, it, the, the angel comes to her, and she's just like, yes, Lord, I'll do it. She was probably really confused, wasn't she? I would have been. <laughs> but do you know what? That was her reaction. Zach, I'm going to call him Zach, all right? Because Zacharias is a mouthful. But Zacharias, Zach on the other hand, all right? He heard God's call, yes, but then his human instincts kicked in. He started to doubt God. He's like, you want me to do what? Like, what? And we've all been there. I've been there loads of times. Like, God said something to me, and I've been like, no way. <laughs> How am I meant to do that? It's two different reactions uh, Zachariah was so shocked that God was going to bless him and his wife with a baby that he couldn't believe it. He couldn't get his head around it. He heard God's call, yeah, but he couldn't, he couldn't get his head around it. His reaction was, was odd. Do you know what? Tom Wright, who's a famous Christian author, uh, he writes about this in his book, Luke for Everyone. And uh, he says, uh, we shouldn't miss the contrast between muddled, puzzled Zachariah and the obedient humility of Mary. She too questions Gabriel but this seems to be more a request for information. So yeah, Mary questioned him as well. But instead of saying, what? <laughs> instead of saying, I can't do that, she, she questions him as if to say, yeah, Lord, I'll do it. You know, what's it got in store? Like, I, I, I'll say yes first and then tell me afterwards. She said yes first, yeah. Before she knew all the details, she said yes. She said, Lord, I'm going to follow your calling. Instead of just saying, oh, no, I can't do that, she said yes first. There's so much we can learn from that. Do you, know, do you want to be a Zacharias this morning or do you want to be a Mary? If you're a Zacharias, you hear God's call and you're like, what? I can't do that. If you're a Mary, you hear God's call and you go, yes, I want to do that. What? See a difference? You say, what second? You say, yes, first. One of the things that we, um, we teach on the prayer week uh, at Alpha, on the Alpha course. Any of you been on the Alpha course? Loads of you. Yeah, everyone's heard of it. Um, one of the things we teach during the prayer week is about hearing from God. Learning to hear his voice. Learning to spend time with God. Do you know what? Yes, we're probably not going to hear from God the same way Mary did. We're probably not going to hear from God about him sending an angel to us. But we are still going to hear from God. God is still going to speak to us. Like, spend time in God's presence. Spend time learning to hear God's voice. Spend time waiting for him to direct you. Spend time with God. Do you know what? I remember a couple of months ago, um, I was sitting on the beach in, in holiday, um, and God started to speak to me about my job. And uh, I felt God say to me, you're going to enter into a, into a new season with your, with your work, and when you come back, you're going to get a new job. And uh, I spent the rest of the day chilling out uh, by the pool, thinking about that, and praying about it. Do you know what? I didn't say a word. I, I just sat there and, and prayed about it in my head, and I thought, God, have I heard you right? Like, is this going to happen? So I spent the rest of the day just, just trying to hear more from God. And uh, later on in the afternoon, I went back to my hotel room, and uh, Haley fell asleep, like she always does. And uh, I started watching this, um, 
this, this film on Spanish TV, or Mexican TV, sorry, in Spanish. Uh, it, was a, it was a chick flick, all right? Don't ask me what the film was called, because I don't know. Uh, I only speak a little bit of Spanish, but it had subtitles on the bottom. I started to watch this film, right? It was the strangest thing ever, because God started to speak to me through this film. Like, this film spoke to me so much and confirmed what God was saying. I was like, what? Like, don't ask me what happened in the film, I don't know. It was probably rubbish, but God spoke to me through that film. And uh, that prompted me to, to later on in the night, I, I started to speak to Haley about what God had said to me, and she gave me some good, like, godly wisdom. Do you know what? God can speak to us in a number of ways. God can send an angel, I can send a, a Mexican chick flick, chick flick to you. God can speak to you in a number of ways. You just need to make yourself available to hear from God. I mean, do, what, do we all do that? Do we all make ourselves available to hear from God? Do we all spend time and put time aside now a week to hear from God? Do we all put time aside in our community groups to hear from God? Or in our prayer groups, we put time aside to hear our callings? I know I don't all the time. <laughs> I know sometimes my life's so busy that I don't put time aside to hear from God. Make yourself available to hear from God. Learn to hear God's voice. Learn to hear your calling. Do you know, I once had a friend, and he gave me this book um, called God on Mute. All right. And he gave me this book, and he went, Gab, this is a book. It's called God on Mute, and it encourages me when I can't hear from God and when I don't hear from God. And do you know what? I have real issues with that book, massive issues with that book. Because you know what? If you can't hear from God, if you don't hear from God, you aren't listening carefully enough. Do you know what, if God ain't speaking to you, you're not listening carefully enough. I'm being bold in saying that. There we go, it's in big letters. If you can't hear from God, you aren't listening hard enough. So I gave him this book back. I was like, keep your stupid book. <laughs> I'll, just listen, I'll just listen to God. Do you know what, you need to spend time listening to God. Spend time trying to hear your calling. Put time aside to, to, to hear from God. Do you know what, Mary heard God's call, and she acted positively to it. We can learn so much from Mary's reaction. Do you know what, even if right now you don't feel like God's speaking to you, keep listening. Keep listening. I guarantee you'll hear some from God. Keep listening. And then when you do hear from God, your reaction's important. That's where we learn from Mary. The reaction that says, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll go. So we've had the first point was uh, living faithfully. The second point was hearing the call. The third point, uh, well, that's expecting the unexpected. Do you know what? This story is pretty much as unexpected as it gets. I mean, put yourself in Mary's shoes for a second. So one minute, she's just a normal girl planning a wedding. Weddings take a lot of planning, by the way. Right, a lot of planning. Um, one minute, she's planning a wedding, and the next minute, she's told she's given birth to the saviour of, of the world. Like, that's mental. Like, imagine that. One minute, you're looking at colour schemes and table plans, and the next minute, you're giving birth to, to God's son. It must have been so hard. Like, imagine the reaction of everyone in the village. Like, oh, yeah, Mary, yeah, God, God's giving that baby, hasn't he? Like, they would have been talking, wouldn't they? They would have been gossiping about her. Like, you know what? She, she was saying to them, yeah, I'm a virgin. God's given me this baby, an immaculate conception. They would have been like, yeah, right, whatever. People would have been gossiping. Imagine telling her parents. Imagine that. Imagine when Mary had to tell her parents she was pregnant. Like, I'm unmarried and, and I'm having a baby. Like, if, if she was mad, I would have been mad. Do you know what? This was... A shocking situation. Poor Mary. Mary would have been judged massively by people, by her friends and her family. They would have, they would have judged Mary a lot. This was so shocking that I remember I used to do youth work and um, we used to go into schools and do assemblies. And uh, I remember doing a Christmas assembly in a, in a secondary school in Darlington, and uh, we tried to make the Christmas story a little bit modern. So we decided to make a Christmas story like a Jeremy Kyle show. 
I'm not kidding either. We went out and we had this head in and we were like, Mary, the baby's got two dads. Is it Joseph's or is it God's? That's what it was like. That's what this was like. It was like the Jeremy Kyle show of today. Like, it was shocking. Poor Mary. She had to deal with all of that. Like, Mary's reputation was in tatters. From the outside, it looked like a desperate situation. But her reaction was something completely different. She went along with it. And she allowed God to blow minds. She allowed God to just, like, come in there and just, like, shape, shape a calling, shape a vision. So allow God to do the same for you. God might send you to do something you never expected. God might send us as a church to do something we never expected. I mean, look at Mary. He took a 14-year-old girl and told her she was going to have a baby. That's as unexpected as it gets. See, that's the thing about God. Like, he can turn a completely unexpected, terrible situation into something amazing. God can turn a bad situation into something that glorifies him. You know, as people, we tend to look at our lives through our own perspectives. Like, we tend to look at our own situations and, and through human perspectives, but imagine if we could look at the bigger picture. Like, imagine if you could look at life the way God looked at it. Like, imagine if you had a godly perspective on situations. Do you know, as people, we need to expect big things. As people, we need to know that God's capable of amazing things. Do you know that? God's capable of amazing things. We need to start imagining God using us for amazing things. Like, imagine if Mary had doubted God's power. There was no way she would have been able to handle the criticism of people. Yeah, we can't doubt God's power. We need to know. We need to let God be completely in control of our lives. We need to start, unexpe- we need to start expecting the unexpected, and God will use us for amazing things. I guarantee that. The Bible says that God can do immeasurably more than we could ever imagine. I can imagine some pretty good things, but God could do more than that. Allow God to do that. Allow God to just blow your mind completely, like this Christmas. Just just have a blank slate and just say, God, do with me what you want, and I can guarantee God will do some amazing things with you. Do you know, if you're not a Christian here this morning, um, I want you to just, just think about that. God can do amazing things in your life. Allow God to blow your mind. Like, allow, allow God to, to enter into your life. And If you're not a Christian this morning, if you feel like you want to make that step and you want to let God blow your mind completely, talk to the person who brought you. Or come talk to me at the end. Do you know what? God can do amazing things in your life. And, and if you don't know God yet, I, I want to encourage you to, to take that step and just say, God, blow my mind. It's scary, yeah, but God will do amazing things. And do you know what? If you've been a Christian for a long time, maybe some of us need to start blowing up the cobwebs and letting God blow our mind as well. Yeah? Let God do amazing things in your life. So I hope this morning you've learned something uh, about Mary and Mary's reaction to God. Do you know what? You need to live faithfully. You need to hear God's call. You need to expect the unexpected. I encourage you this morning. I, I really want to encourage you. If you're... Um, if you're serving faithfully right now, you're doing the right thing. If this morning you've come and you've just thought, God's like, I've been doing teas and coffees for, for four years, and, and, and do you know what? Live faithful. Keep on serving the way you're serving. I want to encourage you, keep on serving the way you're serving. No matter what you're doing. If it's in your workplace and you're like, God, I've been praying for this person for so long and they still don't know you, just keep on serving. Keep on doing what you're doing. Do you know what? Like, a lot of my family aren't Christians, and I get really discouraged sometimes. And I'm like, God, I've been praying for these guys for, for years. And do you know what? I've had one of them weeks where I've just been like, my family never going to come to know God. Do you know what? 
don't get disheartened. You've got to keep praying for people. You've got to keep living faithfully. Keep doing the small things. Keep being an example to God. Second of all, you know what? If you haven't heard from God, put time aside in your life. That's easy. Put time aside in your life to hear from God. Make little dates with God. That's what I do. I make 15-minute dates with God and say, right, this is me and you time, God. And finally, uh, if the band could come up, that would be great. Thanks. Um, finally, if, uh, if you need to start expecting the unexpected, start this morning. Start this morning. Just as we sing at the end, just say, God, blow my mind. Like, God, take me somewhere amazing. God, say something amazing to me. God, give me an amazing calling. Do that this morning as well. And if you're not a Christian again, I want to encourage you. Let God in. Let God in. Right, I'm going to pray and then we're going to sing. All right? Yeah, Lord Jesus, I thank you so much, Lord, that that you can use unexpected people to do amazing things. Lord, I thank you so much that you used Mary, Lord. You used Mary and you took her on an amazing adventure, Lord. Lord, as people, Lord, as a church, we want to say the same this morning, Lord. We want to ask that you could take us on an amazing adventure, Lord. Lord, as a church, we want to ask that you could blow our mind this morning, Lord. Lord, give us callings, Lord. I pray you'll speak to each and every person here this morning, Lord. Yeah, Lord Jesus, I pray as well that we'll start to just have an increase in faith, Lord. Lord, I pray for our faith just to increase, Lord, in, in the situations where we're serving, Lord. I pray for an increase in faith, Lord. Lord, now I just pray as a church, we'll just be able to hear your calling every day, Lord. Lord, I pray you'll continue to speak to us every day, Lord. Lord, just give us ears to hear you, Lord, to hear what you've got to say to us, Lord. And Lord, we thank you so much for this time of year, Lord. Thank you so much that you sent your son, Lord, to earth for us, Lord. We want to glorify you for that, Jesus. Amen.